0: Lacking four of their five starters, a dominating performance by the Utah Jazz in brilliance from offense to defense and back. And we'll talk about it as they blow out the Blazers in Portland for their second straight win. It's all coming up on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz annihilate the Portland Trailblazers tonight in a multitude of fashions with a multitude of great efforts, and they win their second straight game. The Jazz, this one did not feel like a night where things would go particularly well. We last night got on the plane. Keontae had been injured. Lowry was going to take the night off for hamstring maintenance, and we got on the plane, at a it was supposed to be a ten thirty five plane and we left at two AM on a different plane and arrived in Portland and then got to the hotel at about four ten Pacific time, I think is about right. Um that did not feel like a script to go face a rested Portland Trailblazer team who was had lost four in a row and had uh was favored for the first time all year and the Jazz jumped early. I mean They were up at eight after one. They were up by 15 at the half. They were up by 27 at the end of three. They led by as many as 33. And the Blazers, I don't think they took a lead after like 5-2. And it was a collective effort offensively and defensively. Offensively is where I'm going to start because the defensive numbers didn't get good until the second and third quarter. In the first quarter, the Jazz offensive rating was a 165. They just moved the ball, and then in the second and third quarter, they continued. In the third quarter, they just feasted at the rim. It was crazy. So, what? W- without this team has not been able to score without Lowry this year, without Jordan, without Lowry, without John Collins. Why was this team able to score tonight?
1: Colin Sexton and Tucker, both of those guys had great second quarters, getting to the rim, uh, just scoring at will, and and wasn't necessary the defense that the Jazz were playing, but it was more about what those two guys was, was able to do uh, getting to the ra- basket. I mean, just they just dominated the second quarter.
0: And the Blazers have a unique defense where they are the second best team at defending the three and sixth best team. I, I, Scoot Henderson had like a season high, so they just let out, ra- no, I don't know why, but they just let out all the, the rafters or the, uh, what are these things called? What are those things called? streamers coming out of the ceiling is what well, they're supposed to let out if the Blazers win. And they just came out now. So now everyone has to go clean them up, which they're probably not real pleased about. <laughs> nothing's nothing's gone right. Guys doing the air guitar down below us today. He falls, rolls down three rows into some woman and some guy. Nothing, nothing, nothing was good tonight for anybody here in Portland. Um, but let's go to, so the Blazers have a unique defense where they are the second best team defending the three, six best at denying but also meant that, like Sexton and Horton Tucker and everybody's just driving to the basket and getting to the rim all night.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was just saying. I mean, those two guys, especially in that second quarter, just they dominated the paint, breaking the defense down. And even when they get all the way to the rim, you could see that in, in, in particular, Sexton pulling up that little push jump shot that he makes right at the dotted line. And there was just no defense for those two guys. And then they, that's when they ended up separating themselves from the. Um, Uh, From the Portland Trailblaze, they had 69 points at the half, you know, and and the Jazz usually don't get that part.
0: All right, Simone Fontecchio deserves some shout outs here as well. He had 16 points in the first half. Uh, He's been starting, I think this was, if I have it correctly, I think this was probably his 10th straight start. I'll have to double check that and make sure um, that number is right. That is his 10th straight start. He was averaging about 12 points a game. He was shooting okay 41%, 35% from three. Tonight, he just looked like he was much more comfortable in that role. I'm assuming that's because the ball was moving and getting him opportunities. Yeah,
1: he does such a good job of moving without the basketball. I mean, putting himself in the position where if you get him the basketball, he can make some things happen. Now, if you break the defense down and he's sitting outside the three-point line, he gets the shot off quick enough to the point where he can can score. Um, He is definitely... Very, very careful, uh, comfortable you in this starting role. Now, the,
0: the area where I see that he's been a pro since he's 16 is how open he gets like he takes the two steps or the three steps or maybe the subtle step or does something to set up his draw as uh, his, his moves. But he's open a lot. There's a lot of guys in this league who you know they're standing where they're supposed to be space, but they don't feel it correctly to get open. Simone understands the game at a level where he gets open a lot. Yeah.
1: So sooner or later he's gonna become a part of the Scouting Report. And we'll see how they defend him uh and how much respect they are gonna to start to give him, especially his defense, as you pointed out many, many times. Rebounding. I mean, he's he has some hops to the point where he can, you know, he can rebound there as well. That complete that package, I think, and I won't say it's really complete. Uh, but it's the package that Will has a lot of confidence in, and I think that was a question we threw at him at Will at one time, and he was very complimentary of Poncecio. Uh, of...
0: am, am I just in the bag for this guy because he's such a nice guy and because he wears hats and he's cool and he has three <laughs> weddings? But part of me just feels like Kelly Olenek has changed everything by being in a starting lineup. And has just changed how they play by moving the basketball.
1: Well, he is and um, no, I, I don't think you're I think you're in love with him and he should be. I mean he, his game is is so is strong Complimentary of, of his teammates. Uh, he, he's not one that's going to try to dominate a, a, a defensive player off the dribble. Uh, he just plays the plays the game and you know you heard, Kessler, what did he say? You know why you was talking to him. He yeah. talked about Kelly Olenek's, ten rebounds and, and seven assists, and but he only had two points. But you know, so what? That was uh something that, Kelly, that Kessler was very impressed with.
0: The Jazz played fifty-two possessions of zone last night, which was, I think, the most any team in the NBA game. I tried to look it up, but I'm pretty certain of that. Um, they moved to the second most common team in zone of anyone in the league, and then tonight I've seen they played 60 sixty or 70 possessions in zone. Um, it's an interesting thing because across the league, zone defense is much worse than man defense. Like That's universally true. However, for the Jazz, Jazz zone defense is at like 1.02 points per possession, and their man is at about 1.08. So they're actually a better zone defense than they are man defense. They're 29th in the league in man defense, or 30th in the league in man defense, and they're the in the league in zone defense. Um Why? Why is in some way this a better zone defensive team than a man defensive team?
1: I'm going into coaching, David.
0: No, I, well, okay, <laughs> I, think I, all right, I have an answer. So do you want me to give, going you, me, you yeah.
1: go give me your so answer? If
0: you look at like some of the guys we're playing, they're not good. Like Kelly Linux, not a good one-on-one defender. Colin Sexton's too small. He's over. 70. Taylor's okay. But you suddenly put them in a zone where they're reading, then suddenly Taylor's seven-foot wingman becomes valuable because he's taking space. Kelly's 6'10", and he's pretty good at anticipating. Walker gets to hover by the rim. Like, we've seen him one-on-one kind of getting over. Like, I'm wondering if this actually plays into these guys' strengths of what they have as a player.
1: Okay, if you look at it that way, yes, because they have a certain space or a certain area they have to defend depending on where the ball is at on the floor. And so they're not running over the top of screens. They're not going underneath screens. and are not having to cover a wider variety of area, except on the back end of a, of a zone. And, and that's one of the reasons you see corner threes uh, a, a lot of times with some good ball movement, especially if you get the basketball in the middle. What Portland was trying to do with Aiton, it was trying to get him the basketball in the in the middle of the floor, which is what you're supposed to do. Now you're turning face. If you don't have a, a little mid-range jumper, you should have some wings open, you don't have to shoot the basketball. So, but the Jazz, as you to your point, if there's only a small amount of space that they have to defend, and obviously they're getting pretty good at it.
0: The other one that's interesting is they're playing a lot of. Boxing one, which is like a college, away, but. college gimmick defense. It's not supposed to work in the NBA. We'll find out whether or not it does work in the NBA over time. But um, yeah, we might find out on Saturday night. They can zone up Sabonis, who lives by catching the ball in the middle of the zone. That would be, so you that would box be and one Fox. We'll see. I mean, it's interesting. You might box in one Sabonis because if he doesn't get the ball, their whole handoff game doesn't yeah. work. There you go. This actually takes me back to one of my most favorite shoot we ever went to in early Quinn Snyder era where they were playing Milwaukee and remember I don't know if you remember this but it was he wanted to deny Zaza Pachulia the pass at the elbow because there was nothing in Milwaukee's offense that actually worked unless Zaza touched the ball at the elbow and I was watching the shooter i like seriously and then that night we Zaza never got the ball at the elbow and their offense like just totally fell apart and we won and it was crazy like sometimes there's things like that so who knows um, what it will be tonight. All right, let's start up, Ron Boone. This one is not easy tonight. This is so Choose two stars. There have been a few nights. I mean, I, I might give the star to the guy got injured playing air guitar because that actually <laughs> right up there with the Sacramento King fan puked on the floor is guys literally, he's with his, it's kind of sad because he's with his daughter and they're like jamming and some guy comes over so they all can jam together because they're going to get on the jumbotron because they're grown adult men who want to make sure that they get on the jumbotron and he's going, he's jamming and he like gets so into it that he takes his legs out on the chair to his right, falls down, not one, but, and then rolls over the empty row in front of him and then to the third row down below him into the, Fans, luckily nobody's hurt, so we can laugh about this. It, 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 it,
1: no, you can't give it to him, but it was hilarious. <laughs> okay.
0: It was totally hilarious when she realized everybody was okay. It would have been better had I been able to do actual play-by-play of it when it happened. All right, Ron Boone, I will let you go first, and I might. This This is very difficult tonight because you got... I
1: I was so impressed with the second quarter with Colin Sexton and and Tucker. Yeah. But then you come back and, and, and Simone third quarter really teleported the jazz into, you know, the huge lead that they had at 103 to to 76 in in, in that third quarter. But boy, Will's coaching with the zone and, and the way he just mixed things up. I was so impressed with the, with the box and one, I hadn't seen that in so long, but it worked. Uh, Want to see how it works? You know, with with some, you know, a, a team with a little better talent. So, I'm thinking.
0: Can I go? <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. I'm going with Simone. He took eight shots tonight. He had 24 points. Yeah, like the, 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 I just said in the chat, that's yeah. one of my stars. Okay. You go seven of eight and five of five from three. You get a star. <laughs> I don't care who else did what. You get a star. So that's one of our two stars is Simone.
1: So I'm going to go I'm going to Walker go with, like
0: by the way are we just dismissing Walker's 10 and 10 and 7 block shots. No, no,
1: yeah, you, you can't. You can't dismiss that in, in 26 minutes that he played out there on the floor, but I I think the and he had a lot to do with it defensively. Uh, but the explosion in that second quarter I thought was so important. The Jazz separating themselves from the um from the Portland Trailblazers, so I'm going to go with Colin Sexton.
0: All right, Colin Sexton and Simone Fontecchio are the two stars tonight. We're going to be in Sacramento. I apologize I didn't get locked on jazz to you tonight. Today, that was because of the plane flight and timing. Once There was no way to prepare for the game and do locked on jazz today. That was just not possible when we got in four. So hopefully that won't happen. I'll have one early for you tomorrow. Thanks very much. Appreciate you tuning in. Have a great day. We now send you to the first ever 24-ever stream, national sports stream of Locked On Sports today. Hope you enjoy. Have a great night. Go Jazz.